We've talked a lot about our public health crisis when it comes to toxic drugs and overdoses here in BC. And at the heart of that is not only toxic drugs, but a problem with opioid addiction. Now, we know that men, primarily between the ages of 18 and 50, are the biggest casualties when it comes to overdoses. But what we don't know as much about is that the people who are most often being prescribed opioids still are older Canadians. Now, joining us now to talk more about this is Dr. Samir Sinha, who's a Director of Health Policy Research at the National Institute of Aging and the author of a report looking into this. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Simi. So were you surprised to find out that there's still this large number of older Canadians being prescribed opioids? I wasn't surprised because as a geriatrician, this is the population that I serve. And I certainly see a lot of um, uh, a lot of utilization of opioids in this population, but a lot of inappropriate utilization. And that's what prompted myself and my colleague, Dr. Downer, to actually do this report, to actually get the data from our Canadian Institutes of Health Information so that we could actually really dig deep into this and realize the scope of the problem that probably a lot of people are unaware of. Okay, and so what is the scope of the problem? The scope of the problem is that the vast majority of opioids that are being prescribed in our country are amongst older people, and that makes sense. This is where uh, you'll see a lot more issues with chronic pain, uh, but also a lot of people who have surgeries tend to be older, and these are the situations where opioids are more likely to be prescribed. But the challenge is, is that when you see the rates at which opioids are being prescribed, Um, and the complications that result from them, things like what we call opioid use disorder or significant other issues like constipation, um, issues of confusion, and which actually often are some of the number one reasons that land older people into hospital due to what we call adverse drug events, you realize that we're using quite a bit of opioids and getting a lot of complications as a result uh, from, uh, from, from its overuse. Right. So this is what I was wondering then. If we are still prescribing this, is, is it? have we learned more? Are we more careful? Does it come with caveats? Do we do more follow-up? Yeah, and this is the challenge. Like The good news is, is that we're starting to see the rates of which that we're prescribing opioids in Canadians and especially older Canadians to start coming down. Canada used to be the number two Uh, country in the world uh, in relation to opioid prescriptions. We're now about number three or number four, depending on which numbers you look at. So that's the good news that we're seeing that there's a decreased utilization. But what we're not seeing is what you were just referring to. Are we being more careful about how we're using these medications? Are we making sure that we are giving the appropriate follow-up? or looking to alternatives before we actually prescribe opioids. Yeah. And what we're finding right now is that we're not really maximizing alternatives. We're often reaching and prescribing these because we've been so used to doing so um, and perhaps not being aware of all the potential complications it can have, especially if we're not using other alternatives first or actually prescribing opioids in a more appropriate way that will give people the pain relief they need uh, or the support they need but without actually the significant complications that we often see today. Well, Dr. Sen, I have to say I'm a little surprised by this, given our history uh, with this over the last, you know, 10, 15 years. I mean, there's TV shows about this. There's books about this. There's stats that tell us we should be more concerned. And what you're saying is that we aren't as concerned from what it sounds like we should be. Well, I think we're, we've been obviously very concerned about opioid use, and we've often concentrated 
uh, on thinking about younger populations where we see significant, you know, a significant opioid crisis, but more about using non-prescribed opioids um, and the significant deaths that have happened in a younger population. But if I tell you that the number one group that's dying from the use of opioids or related to the use of opioids are actually older Canadians, I think most people will be surprised. And often because we're saying, well, these opioids are prescribed, and so the prescribers probably know what they're doing um, and are probably prescribing them properly. I think what our report points out to is that's not really, you know, always the case. And that's not because any doctor or any prescriber is trying to do harm. It's just we don't get a lot of good education about how to, how to prescribe opioids, um, the alternatives that we should be considering in the first place, the real side effects and negative impacts these can have, particularly in older adults, and so how we should be actually prescribing them more appropriately and monitoring them. And so I think part of it, because we focus so much on the problems of opioids in younger populations, we don't think about it as being problematic in older populations. And I think that's perhaps taken our focus out um, off of the um, the use of these in this population that's quite vulnerable as well. Isn't this going to be then up to the patient, Dr. Senha? Like, do we have to ask, wait a minute, what are you prescribing me? Why are you prescribing me this? I don't know if I want an opioid. We need everyone to be involved, right? So we need to have our patients, you know, more engaged to appreciate that if I'm an older person and someone's going to suggest prescribing me an opioid, you know, I need to make sure that we're prescribing it properly, that we're actually looking at other alternatives first, um, and that uh, and that we're, we're monitoring and we're well aware of the potential side effects. So patients absolutely have to be partners in this conversation, but really a lot of onus here, as we call out in the report, relies on the prescribers and those people who are teaching prescribers. So our medical schools, our schools of nursing and others, and our schools of pharmacy, we need to make sure that we as prescribers, we as practitioners, are really making sure that we're, we have this knowledge and that we're actually utilizing it very carefully with our older adults so we can educate them as well, but then also making sure that our older adults are asking the right questions because otherwise, you know, we have a real gap and, and a real potential right. for problems. Dr. Sinha, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Simi. That's Dr. Samir Sinha, the Director of Health Policy Research at the National Institute of Aging and the author of this report that looked at opioids and, and how we're prescribing them. And particularly what this report found is that there are still an awful lot of older Canadians, which they identify as over the age of 50, who are being prescribed opioids. And it really did surprise me, actually, when I looked at this report, because I know that people think, oh, the opioid crisis is often associated with younger individuals. And and I think the opioid, the overdose crisis focuses on non-prescription use. I think that's the image that a lot of us have of it. But what this report tells us is there are still a huge number of Canadians who are being prescribed opioids without perhaps enough concern about, listen, how addictive is this? Is this going to be a problem? How are we going to get you off this? How long, like, you know, how long are you going to take this for? And this report says that older Canadians are disproportionately affected. They have the highest consumption rates of opioids, along with elevated rates of side effects, overdoses, and mortality. And that is primarily due to their higher prevalence of chronic pain. And I was also surprised to learn in this report how common this is in Canada. So uh, this is what the numbers say in the report. Since the 1980s, the amount of opioids sold to Canadian hospitals or pharmacies has increased by roughly 3,000 percent. 
That's a huge number. In 2016, 20 million prescriptions for opioid medications were provided in Canada. So they were written in Canada. Now, one out of eight Canadians were prescribed an opioid in 2018. That's according to recent estimates as well. And there, and you know, Dr. Sinha was trying to say that, well, the numbers have slightly gone down, but we're talking slightly from like 14.3% of prescriptions filled to about 12.3% over a period of about five years. But still, that's an awful lot of people still getting prescribed opioids without all of us in the community fully understanding the implications of that. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.